You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of the Scottish Football Forums podcast. It's a Scottish Cup special, seeing as it's the Scottish Cup this weekend. Uh, I'm John, I'm joined by John who's always on as well, um, we've got a special guest as well, who will actually be playing in the Scottish Cup this weekend. Oh, how you doing? Sean? I'm good, thank you, how about yourself? I good, thanks for agreeing to come on. No problem, anytime. Big week for you? Uh, it's a big game for the boys on Saturday, looking forward to it. So, so give, give the last ones a bit of background for those that don't know. So, uh, plays for Auckland like Talbot, who are obviously playing at United at the weekend in the big TV game on Saturday, fourth round of Beechwood Park. And you never got to play in the Hearts game, did you? You were away in Australia. I was away, yeah, I missed that. But I remember like, following that when I was in a nightclub in Australia. <laughs> I remember checking the score live. <laughs> Was that 2012? Uh, that, it could be a bit right, because I was away in oh, no. 2010. Uh, in fact, you know what I remember? It was actually 2011. Aye, it was 2011 or 12, probably. Yeah. I mean, there was about 3,000 Talbot fans went that day. Uh, and this weekend, it's pretty much a sellout in the wink. Ayers only get about... The last I seen was less than 150 tickets left. Aye, so they get 1,400. Yeah, yeah. 50 this uh, uh, Aye. So, the game at the weekend against Cumnock, the scaffolding's all up already. Uh, I believe the, 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 well, there's more to come as well, isn't there? For the, the press. I think Stephen Thompson's covering it. Is he, yeah? The BBC, aye, yeah, he was on sports scene. Um, I, I don't think he knows much about junior football, to be fair. I noticed the other day he started following me on Instagram. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Oh, maybe he's worried you probably on everybody. I thought I was just getting followed with ex-Rangers players. You've got a bit of a spot for Rangers today, not you? I can find a trainer so he can find today. Jeggins that he wears on sports scene. Jeggins. I guess the sports sound team's going to the ground on Thursday night as well. They're... Um, that's the night show. Check to you on. To speak to the committee and that. Brilliant. Some of the BBC were down in uh, Saturday, weren't they? Yeah, I heard that. I didn't see anybody. I but think I... talking to folk in the clubhouse. I, I think uh, I was training one of the Talbot fans tonight, Mary Castles, and she was saying that the, they were in the crowd. I think they were filming a bit. I'm not 100% though. So, do you think the build-up will just be the same as what it is for a normal game? Any different? Or? Uh, obviously, people are going to be more excited than that because it's uh, it's going to be televised and it's you're playing against professionals, but you've you've got to try and keep it as normal as possible. You can, you can't go overboard, or else you end up that ends up a big mistake. Like you, I don't know. I guess you you've got to change your eating and all that though because it's an early kickoff. You've got to yeah. take the things into account when you when you get up and have your coffee when you have something to eat, or else you'll be out there with a, a full belly. <laughs> so noodles and sausage and bacon on Saturday then. Oh, you've got to be careful with these things because it, it's normally it's like the similar time, like the kickoff. I don't remember the last time I played the game at quarter past twelve. Maybe apart from a friendly sometime like years ago, but. It's a quite. It's a. Australia. It has changed. Sorry. Sorry. Did you not even play any early games in Australia or that? They would play late kickoffs there. We used to play on a Monday night and everything. Like sometimes a Friday night and a Monday night and or a Saturday at two or three like here. Aye. We should add. This is your second spell at all, but you were there. How many? Five years? Maybe more. Maybe more. No, I was only there two years. 
Two years? Two years? Two years? Maybe seems like five. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> looking back, because obviously I'm, a, I'm an interloper to a little bit in terms of being a fan, so my first final, you actually scored in the opener. You scored the opener. Aye, uh, 2009. Aye, against Russell, No, that way it's Clyde Bank, sorry. Clyde Bank, aye. Aye. Aye, that was my first year, I think. Aye. Oh, well, it was both our first years then. There we go. What was that second year? It actually confuses me thinking back. It's ten years ago now. Aye. Aye, you're 21, aren't Twenty-one, twenty-two. I am thirty-one now, so I'm thirty-two in March. So maybe twenty-two. I was. Aye. Aye. So is John your celebrity fan, or is there any other real celebrity fans out there for Talbot that we're not sure of? Uh, Stephen Thompson. <laughs> yes. Kathy Jamison. Kathy Jamison. Aye. Aye. Davy Lloyd. She's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, we've got all the names out. All these people will be like, I want to shout out. Yeah, Jim Bailey. That's the only guy that follows me about. <laughs> so, but I, in terms of, I suppose that the big interesting thing as well, much as the game itself, is the air players in the Talbot team as well. Aye, that's right. There's always been kind of big connections. I guess they're the local, like, professional team, so it's, and probably, like, is like the closest standard to like as in a professional team to our level so it's always going to be the step for them yeah Kelly's probably that too big a step for somebody to go from the juniors straight to there but Ayr's been down the league so they're more likely to recruit in the juniors I definitely yeah aye but there's always been like, even like although Cashmore wasn't there for long but he moved and he did connection with Ayr then there's Davy Gillies Shankers, yeah. I think Craig McCracken was there at one point. Samson. Uh, Lyle. Lyle. Popey. Popey. Popey, aye, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Quite a few. I think there's even others as well. I used to train with them, that was about it. Shame <laughs> enough. So, see as well, just uh, give a bit more background. Obviously, you went away to Australia to play for a few years as well. How different was it in Australia to here? In terms of the style of football or level of football? It's very different. It's like uh, I don't know. A lot of it's like timing the ball at the back, whereas the juniors is all press, press, press. Especially, especially we often lack. But over there, they were asking me to sit off to the halfway line and all that. And some teams and it's a wee bit more tactical rather than. And I feel here's a bit more like physicality about it. What level did you play in Australia? I played in the, it's like the same, it's like the highest semi-professional level, so it's like uh, the same as here, but I, I don't really know how to compare them, it, it would be interesting to see the best team there play like us. And what was the team you played for? So I don't know much about I was, there, I was, <laughs> I was at quite a few teams there, I probably was at five or six teams over about seven years, five teams maybe. Can you remember the ball? Uh, I played with. I went in trial at Central Coast Mariners. All right. Where Usain Bolt was there. <laughs> yeah. I think you would have um, made a better impression than Usain Bolt did. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Usain Bolt? I mean, a great runner, but um, as a footballer, he's probably junior level. It'd be good for you, Sean. He could do all your running for you. Aye, I know. In the channels, I'll flick it on for him. Hucker <laughs> <laughs> would take you, Sam Bolt, I'm telling you. Aye, <laughs> he'd probably have a play at left back. <laughs> right back. I'm kidding, though. <laughs> uh, I asked him if he would take that guy that was at Rangers, Sadiq, and he goes, oh, aye. <laughs> I could work with him. If you could work with him, we could work with anyone, aye. Aye, so in Australia, I was at, I went in trial with Central Coast Mariners for a week. Then I went and spoke to, do you know Stuart Monroe? Yeah, I've heard of him from Rangers left back, yeah. I went and spoke to him. And then I decided to go to another guy who actually used to play with Cumnock. He was my assistant manager in the first team there. Aye. 
Toby Patterson. I don't know if you know much about the the juniors back, like. That'll be about 15, 20 years ago. Maybe 20 years ago, you're talking. Aye, that's before my time with the juniors, my father-in-law would probably know, but I. He used to play there, and uh, I went to Bentley Greens, then I went to Heidelberg United, Dandenong Thunder, St Albans, Kingston City, Geelong, and then I went back to Kingston before I left. Cool. So I shuffled uh, a bit. <laughs> Did you enjoy playing over, playing over there? Uh, there is bits and bobs. I actually missed the, the football here. It was... I don't know. I think there's that much going on over there that there's not as much passion about the football. Some like, The fans are turning up and they don't really even know who's playing. It's just like, come on, number four. Or something like that. It's, like, there's nothing personal about the shouts. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, the to best, be fair, oh, there's no, no personal insults. Yeah. No, I think the best insult I ever got was like number nine. The immigration's waiting outside to take you back to Ireland. To Ireland. To Ireland. They'd obviously done the research, eh? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not Irish, you're daft. Not at all stereotypical. You're a bit successful over there as well, though, didn't you? Over a treble one season. You're a bit successful over there as well. Aye. Aye. I had an English manager, Chris Taylor. We had a good side there. There was quite a few British boys mixed in with the Aussies and even a, a Jamaican boy up front who was rapid. He was like Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously uh, you played with Ross Harvey, who's now at Talbot as well. Aye, I played with Ross at a few clubs over there and I played against him once. Uh, I played against him. He was playing with Pascovale, which were an Italian team, and I was playing with an Albanian team. Right, okay. And, you know, and, uh, and then I played with him at St Albans, who were a Croatian team, and we played together at Geelong, who were Macedonian. It's all like nationality based there. Right, okay. I don't think there's any Scottish teams though. There used to be, but there's, but maybe down the leagues. But uh, you would think that would be as well with the amount of like, know, parts over there. All the top teams are like Greek and that. There's a massive Greek population in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. All the big teams are like Heidelberg and who are Greek. There's uh, Bentley who are separate. And then there's South Melbourne, who were like the Oceanic Club of the Century. They played Man U in 99 or something in that Cup Winners' Cup. Remember that? Uh, after you win the Champions League, you go into that Club World Cup. Yeah. So they were playing in that back then, but now they're a semi-professional team. So see, I'm interested, since I've got you on, who's the best player you've played with? Played with, uh, I think in terms of technical ability over there, like I would say, I don't know. There's there's boys you won't know, but there was a few boys I played with there that were just like incredible technical technical ability. Who my dad came over to watch a few games and I always says, "How do you think he would go on there?" And he goes, "I think they would just kick him in Scotland." And I'm like, "I don't know. I think he'd be too good, but I don't." I don't know, it's just interesting. See, I mind at Talbot, there was an Italian guy came over, he was studying. I was playing with Talbot. Played at a good lamb. Aye. And did they play with Talbot? Aye, he played a, he played a pre-season. Uh, played a few games. It, it looked like he, maybe given time, he would have probably been alright, but he probably wanted too much time in the ball. That's uh, that's the thing. Like, and like sometimes the centre backs there have got no pressure on on them, so they're coming out with the ball and just looking like Beckenbauer. Whereas here, it's like sometimes the standard doesn't look great. I always say that to people because sometimes people come and watch. They say that game was terrible, and I'm like, I know it doesn't look great, but it's no easy to play in. Like it's it's it's, 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 it's that's Scottish football for you. It's like. The pace is fast, it's frantic, it's, it sometimes doesn't look great on the eye, but it's but it's uh, it's the intensity that makes it that way, I think. I mean, John, 
doesn't. Does you've not seen many. Have you seen many any junior games ever? Uh, um, Apart from TV. No, none at all. To be perfectly honest. I mean, so, so What's that? What's that? Who does support? support. Yeah. I'm an Aberdeen fan as well, oh, just to I'm confuse sorry. you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And just to confuse the listeners, it's John Sean John tonight. <laughs> Aye. Sean John. Aye. We'll do a rap later on. <laughs> John Sean John rap. Aye. I think the thing I liked about it when I first. I think when I, the thing I liked most about it when I first came, started going. Football, I think. Traditional or senior football change in terms of all these formations, all these different formations. The one thing I always like about the junior game is generally you've got two up front. It's like football from the past whereby teams are actually wanting to win and score a goal. I still stuck to that two up front in the Auckland and Lake and that, but in, in Australia they've they've went all Dutch like into the four three three one up front and they bring they brought all the Dutch coaches in and tried to get the philosophy that way. I know I, most teams yeah. are doing that now in world football. Like you don't see many playing two up front, so I, I don't really know where I stand on it. But I, I do. There is a bit I like playing with somebody up front, though. Yeah, well, I think as well, even in Scotland and senior level now, folk are like playing two up front again, and it's working well for a lot of teams. Aye, there's it, there was a spell there where everybody just went one up front, and I felt like Spain kind of they were the best, but they. They almost ruined it a bit by playing like Fabregas through the middle like, yeah. as a striker. I just hated that. That's the one thing I don't like. Somebody up front that's no a striker. I'm like, I saw Chelsea doing it the other day actually with Hazard. Yeah, you need to have that focal point up front. Point. Um, yeah, cause, um, obviously Scotland famously did the zero up front, but they played really defensively, whereas at least they <laughs> could back themselves up with the likes of David Silva running from midfield and, and yes, then Oh, they dominate the ball, so... Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think Spain took their tiki-taka a wee bit too far in the World Cup, because they did a lot of passing, but not a lot of shooting. And uh, I always find it World, World Cup. To watch. <laughs> yeah. This World, World Cup, Spain, Spain were... They, you're right. They took it too far. Like it was just passing about, and even like when they were getting beaten, they were they were in no rush. And I'm thinking they need to score, or else they're out. But it just seemed they didn't know when to have a bit of urgency and when not to. But it doesn't help when your manager gets a sack like two days before your game. Yeah. Yeah, Lopetegui didn't have a great year. Um, no. It, it was interesting. Cause, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Um, you've obviously been talking about Australia because I was telling John in last week's podcast or um, recent podcast that I've, when I was out in Australia a few years ago, I took in a couple of A-League games. All uh, right. Yeah, they play the league in the summer, but they play at night time because obviously if they were playing it in, during the day, they'd be sweltering. Aye, um, aye. And I found the standard not much... Better. I would say it was probably in a standard with Scottish Premiership at the time. Um, aye, although aye. Sydney had um, Del Piero playing for them at the time. Um, aye, per- aye. Perth Glory had um, Steve McGarry um, playing the whole midfield role, which I thought was weird considering he was a striker and winger for like Motherwell and St Man and Ross County. But it was a it was a good experience getting out there. The stadiums were good. Um, those two games and yeah, I enjoyed it. Aye, I feel like the. I always say to people about the A-League, I feel like there's a massive fluctuation in standard between the best player and the worst player. Yeah. Whereas in Scotland, there's a there's a general level, if you know what I mean, and then there's somebody a wee bit better, and maybe a star player, but there's no anybody in the team that shouldn't really be there, if you know what I mean. Or, well, some people might disagree. <laughs> ah, it's probably a bit like the MLS, whereby you've got your kind of marketing players and then players coming through. Amateurs. It's nice yeah. to see yeah. success stories, but sometimes I feel there's players there that were just no good enough, but it was almost the case of like, oh, we need to get someone in from the local to look good. But it's basically chucked in rather than coached in, if you know what I mean. I probably because they've got no budget left, so they'll play for free or something. But the problem I think is, if you look at all the pro youth set up here compared to Australia, we've we've got so much more than they have because they've only got say 10, 12 clubs, and they're the only ones with pro youth. So say in Melbourne, for example, there's four or five million people there, and there's only two professional clubs there. 
and then if you want to travel elsewhere to win the clubs, you've got to like travel like in a flight. Whereas we've got many clubs within like an hour of each other where you could just drive to. Yeah. So you're actually getting coached properly in that. So a lot of their boys are coming through like the the like semi-professional standards and just going straight into professional. Yeah, I mean, we moan about, um, you know, Aberdeen fans, with some justification, they um, don't like the three-hour drive down to Glasgow for um, lunchtime kickoffs or semi-finals. But if you c- compare and contrast that with Perth Glory, who have to get a five-hour flight um, to go play Melbourne and Sydney and even aye, to aye. play Brisbane Roar, um, which is the equivalent of like, us going like, to um, Tenerife, in fact, longer. Ah, uh, exactly. And it's like some, and even Wellington are in the league. We're in New Zealand. So they're actually flying. Like every club's got to fly. When you have a, we have a cup there, which is like now incorporating the semi-professionals, like and the professionals, but the they only make it that the professionals can go away from home against the semi-professional because it would be too too much money. You would think as well, but it's getting out of hard in terms of getting to World Cups as well. Maybe things would improve at lower level. I suppose we'd be trying to. I don't don't think it's gone anywhere. I I saw someone posting something the other day saying it's the worst Australia team ever. I just know. Because Cahill and that's retired. They've not really got... They've got Moy, I suppose, who's done well in the Premiership, and Matt Ryan, but other than that, I don't... It's kind of... Yeah, they're golden. They're golden generation for like Sir Harry Kill, um, Cahill, Fiduka, um, Craig Merton, extent as well. Aye, um, aye. You know, Brett Emerton. Um, just aye, that was the strongest generation, hundred percent. Yeah, but um, I mean, they obviously decided um, to qualify through the Asian, um, the Asian route. So it's made it a little bit easier for them than having to play the South American call. Um, oh, but I think they got beat the other day against the Jordan or something. Yeah, in the Asian Cup. Yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, and it doesn't look good when that starts happening, but... Oh, well. And then, aye. From a Scottish point of view as well, domestically, Martin Boyle obviously got injured. He plays for Hibs. And then Rodgers as well got injured. That boy that plays with Hibs... Aaron? There was one that... Maligan. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah, the captain. I played against him in a friendly once. He was a decent defender. He played it international for years. I was actually, I think Crystal Palace were linked to him for years, but then I saw he was at Hibs. But he's, he's past. He's thirty, and he's thirties now, so I don't know how he looks now. He was certainly good in the the World Cup. He was a standout for Australia, I thought, in the World Cup. Uh, he's a decent defender. Yeah, and he's been okay at Hibs. I think he's been. Um, moved about for centre midfield to centre back, and aye, then aye. I think he got a wee injury. He's also way out to um, represent his country, but no, I think he's been a, a decent player for Hibs. He's, been, he's been here. I saw the other boy. Uh, yeah, he, was he was at Central Coast Central when I went there and trial uh, Bozanich. That's at Hearts. Oh yeah, and Matt Ryan, Matt was, Ryan there was there as well. From Brighton, the goalie. All oh, right, I didn't really see if he was an Aussie. Uh, he's Aussie. Yeah. yeah. So see, just that wonder as well. See, obviously you're 31 now. Do you still dream of scoring goals in big games? Oh, I definitely. I just keep practicing the commentary in the gym when I'm hitting the ball. <laughs> like FIFA style commentary. Aye. Uh, <laughs> I've always dreamed of scoring a last-minute screamer. screamer. Oh, aye. Oh, aye. We are Save it for Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Saturday would be nice. Saturday would be nice. The TV, the whole nation watching you. I always, always think of that one. I remember the commentator when the Peter Lovingcrans scored against Celtic. Like a diving header. Right, OK, aye. Yeah. And I always remember the, the commentator like talking as if the game was done, and then it, they just went, Love and cry! <laughs> I always dream of that being me, like that one. <laughs> see, see in the build up to the game, who's the who's the pest in the dressing room? Have you got ones that are like constantly yapping, and ones that are, ones that are quiet, or is that. 
Uh, to be honest, the boys have been no bad about it. I've noticed a few of them are trying to like, buy new boots and that for the game. <laughs> Which I don't know if it's the best idea, but everybody wants to look the part for the telly. New haircuts and all that. Aye, there'll be a few haircuts, 100%. I'm starting to lose my hair a bit, I don't know if I should go. <laughs> That, that could be your big reveal on Saturday. Just go bald. Shave it all off. Right, can't be asshole up front. There we go, aye. What do you guys do for team bonding? Uh, was that a... <laughs> you were laughing. Was that a serious question? Yeah. I think it was, aye. Uh, usually we'll go out for a drink. It's... Aye. We do, we've not really done anything like... Anything out with the ordinary. We were away for we were away down to Carlisle for uh, our Christmas night out. We stayed over there for a night and then back the next day. Did everyone make it back? Uh, I think so. <laughs> we'll find out on Saturday. Was it? Was there a nightclub in Carlisle? It, there's quite a few. It's it's quite rough and ready. I thought it's it's kind of made up for like a. Like, like, like bunches of groups of people. Rough and ready sounds like a nightclub. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions <laughs> as to what type. I, I, I might be a different type of club, aye. There's quite uh, a few bars. Well, it's just on one strip. <laughs> I think it was a strip bar that someone was thinking of. <laughs> uh, do you keep a record of how many goals you've scored in your career? Uh, no, I don't. I used to be into all that, but then I, I don't know. I think I get. I don't know. I think I. I used to like pure track how many goals I had and assists and everything, but now I just kind of got on with it. And then, but I noticed on the page, like on the Talbot thing, they have um like assists and goals and that, yeah. so it's quite good that. Uh, you but ten goals this season and six assists. Is it? Yeah. I. 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 I think G's way I ahead, way weren't he? Aye, yes, aye. Yes. But uh, I was checking with Jim McCauley, he does the programme stats, and I was trying to find out some if he had stats for going way back, but he never he only done the programme recently. But last year you get 15 goals. Did I? See, that's what I mean. I can't even remember how many I scored last year. Usually, like, 10 years ago, I would tell you how many goals I had every season. Yeah. 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 Because you spell your pro by you must have scored in the twenties. What the first? I I scored in twenties both seasons. So you lost fifty goals. one year. Aye. I think I've changed as a player though. I used to be like, I don't like, more a goal scorer the first time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, more a like a link up player. I suppose as well, your game would have adapted to playing in Australia as well, and getting older. Uh, definitely, Tucker had to like get me back in habits, like a like what are appreciated here. Again, a lot of the time I was coming in for the ball and defeating that, and he was like, "Stop coming deep." So, uh, so like that was that probably got built in me uh, over there. So it was, and now. He, I've uh, probably my work rate and that's lifted since I'm back here although he might not agree <laughs> <laughs> but he likes you in the channels it works though aye definitely he's you can playing with Tucker's record but you just don't know how long you can keep the channel runs up in the 30s <laughs> aye that's what you just, you just keep get, getting sat, get uh, Kieran uh, Calvin to uh, do the running for you and Graham Maybe right. yeah. no, Calvin. no Calvin. No Calvin, no. <laughs> you train him, don't you? No. Well. no. That's, that's. I was going to say it's a long story. It's not really. He was. He said he was going to come to train, and then he cancelled it, and that was it. <laughs> do you, Do you double up as an unofficial fitness coach for um for Talbot, given your role as a fitness trainer? Or so Believe it or not, I'm probably the least asked player at the training for recommendation <laughs> because they know what I do. <laughs> I, I think because they know I do that, they, they just avoid me. Right, who's got another exercise? They'll pick somebody and then it's 
It's anybody else, else but me. Who's the best trainer at the club? Who's the best trainer at the club? Apart apart from yourself, obviously. Obviously. Graham's a good trainer. I would probably say Graham. Aye. Sorry, Graham. Who for those like myself who don't know Talbot? All right, okay. Star striker. He's just he's just one of the guys. He's just a hundred percent like. Whether it's training or game or that. He's like like a Reno Gattuso kind of guy, if you know what I mean. He doesn't know how to play a friendly. <laughs> but, which but for that, asset, but sometimes yeah. you've got to put the reins on him. Like, <laughs> he's a striker, for those that don't know. <laughs> yeah, he is, aye. But uh, we were talking earlier about the players, like, before he was at Tal, but he was a left-back as well. Left uh, when I played with Ocken Lake at first, he was playing left-back for Cumnock. Uh, Tucker's got a hard work on your left-backs and the strikers, isn't he? Aye, with Dools and Graham and... Okay. 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 <laughs> Hopefully, I was good enough. Aye, but what was I got? I forget what I was going to say. Yeah. I was talking about Graham, but I kind of remember. Talking Graham in terms of being in training and having a rain on back. Aye, uh, Tucker likes that. He would rather have to tell you to rein in than get a move on. <laughs> I think when you, any time you hear about the best teams, they always say as they they train like they play. Aye, he likes a willing runner, but if you get sent off, he's not too happy with. You. I've not been sent off Touchwood since I came back. I hope you've not cursed yourself for the big game. Sorry. <laughs> Aye, exactly. <laughs> um. So, so who's more likely to be taking care of Shanklin, providing Shanklin's fit? Because he obviously missed the last couple of games there. Well, he's a centre forward, so it'll be probably. I don't know. It's Craig and Neely will have to like kind of team up, but there'll obviously be somebody up there with them unless they play one up front. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he'll put a man marker on him or anything. Although he's behind that. I, I can't see him playing a man marker. Like I think he'll just tell us to be, play the way we play, and but I'll obviously be aware of him. Yeah, and for, the, for, for those that don't know as well, Talbot have got their own Shankland as well. Oh, I read there was someone called Shankland. Yep. Yep. This one's not a striker. Yes. Yes. Striker or left mad. A set piece specialist as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I tweeted once there was a thing about it. it was like we did it was like Beckham, Carlos, and Zidane who would on tap us, and I put up a retweet with Colin Shankers. It's like it was it the other week he came off the bench and the first thing he did was score. I think get a habit. He was like I think it was as good as a goal for him. Start the season. And they things like that, something like that, that's uh, especially in a game where the other team's expected to dominate, that becomes like a big factor, if you know what I mean. So, although he's not started many games lately, you never know with Tucker. Tucker's well aware of that. Yeah. Are you worried about the fact that Air have lost the last couple of games and might come into this game with something to prove? No, I wouldn't say so. I think so. I think, I think that's yeah, a good that's thing. A good although thing. it's although like, like, I'm not going to get carried away and think they're in a rut. We'll hammer them in the day or something. Like, <laughs> but I don't think it's ever good to be coming off like bad form and then just. Uh, I think it's worse if they're on top form. But you're always the point of view with Talbot, they've been playing a lot of big games recently as well. I mean, you can't have better preparation than playing a derby in the cup game. Yeah, yeah they, they games can go either way because people's some teams can take their eye off the ball and all that with the big game and uh, maybe catch you off guard and maybe try to protect yourself too much for the game after. So, so it was good to get a win there as well. Like, I was in. So on you go. No, on you go. That was. Right, I was just going to say I was impressed with the fact that you went to um, 
you went to Cove Rangers and got them at the replay and then beat them. Um, considering Cove Rangers have been going so well in the Highland League and uh, they were in the League 2 playoff finals, they were actually ahead in that playoff and then um, Cowden Beath overturned them. So that was a good stand opponent um, to put out on your way to this stage. Aye, uh, definitely. I would, I would say they're probably the best team we've played all year. Yeah. Oh, they were good. Aye, that for, the first half I picked Cove, they were particularly good, weren't they? First half, they were they're a right good team. They passed the ball about. They had a massive park, and it was it was a real test. But we had spells in that first game where we could have won as well. Like we we had them on the ropes at times, and it and then the second game. When we were when back we were on the grass, the grass, it was a it was a real difference. I thought. Mm-hmm. One of the best atmospheres. Our surroundings. Yeah, one of the best atmospheres. I think it's been at Beechwood Park as well. I thought that was a really good game because it was two teams trying to win. Yeah. They they believed they were going to win, and we thought we were going to win. And so it was just two teams going for it. Even like the end, there was Kerr had a few chances. They hit the post. It was. It was a good game. And then the Fraser Bratai um, as well. Fraser Bratai was a tough one, but I don't even think we got out of third gear in that game. Like I, I felt we scored and then just kind of sat on it a bit. and well, No, deliberately, but it, I don't think we played great that game and, and we got the win. But against Cove, I thought we played well and I think we had to play well or else we would, they would have beat us. They were, they were a good side. We'd done well to get... Uh, to get a result up there, and then we were much better at home. But I, have, I always remember their defender speaking to me with 15 minutes to go, telling me if we win, we're playing Fraserburgh the next game. <laughs> Did he say that? <laughs> but he was talking like they were already beat, they were one goal down. I just couldn't believe that. You must. You probably were surprised when you drew air in no Ross County or something like that after the, the treks you've had. Oh, I think we were... We were kind of half expecting an away trip, some like the furthest team there. But I didn't, I didn't really know who was the furthest team. I was, I was just hoping for Rangers or Celtic, to be honest. And they were one before us, I think Rangers. I think they might have been. I saved them for the fifth round anyway. It was a bit of an anticlimax though the draw, because we were out very quick. Usually, like when you're left in the hat, you're like, oh. But then it was just like bang, 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 three teams and we were out. But it's a good draw. I hope I hope your coach driver's getting a, a, a good seat and all expenses paid after all the mileage he's done this right this, this <laughs> I am sure he will be. <laughs> he's probably need to buy his ticket to be honest for fifteen quid. <laughs> Do you at least know his name? <laughs> no, I don't actually. Oh, oh same opportunity for sh- shout out for the poor driver. The only coach it needs to be as well, but you know it's one of the things you're always like, right, mate. <laughs> I feel bad now. I actually like him. <laughs> I'm sh- sure you have many opportunities in the press this week to um, give him a shout out. Next time I'm on that bus, I'll media. be like that. What's his name again? <laughs> but there's been a fair bit of media coverage as well, like because what Shankers was on a uh, podcast, I think a podcast last week was Tucker on BBC Sports Sound. I think he was. I somebody told me they were listening to him. And then you're on here. Uh, and I think the guy for the Sunday Mail, he he keeps asking for what he keeps asking what's happening with behind the scenes and all this. Any funny stories or embarrassing stories? Or <laughs> have they been revealed? No, I just I was just like I don't know. But then he he was messaging today and asking if. Uh, any further connection? Any connections with Air, any more connections with Air United? If, if I train any Air players or that? <laughs> <laughs> My dad actually was signed in uh, professional terms with Air United. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh, he's coming along Saturday. It'll be good. That's good. Do you have um, anyone? prepared to do what um, the Leeds uh, manager did and go and spy in here before um, Saturday. Uh, Alan S- sneak underneath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Climb the gate Somerset to go and watch the training. That's quite funny, I thought. I thought, I thought it was as well. Yes. You said he's been doing it for years. Yeah. 
Yeah, they are. Ah, uh, he said he'd be doing, but I think, I think he said he'd be doing it since 2012. Lampard wasn't very happy. Oh, was he no? No. It's because the set pieces now. If you're trying like little clever ones, then they've seen it before. They yeah, see it at the training ground. You know, it's probably something that's unethical, but let's be honest, a lot of clubs probably do it, but obviously they don't let on, because Bielsa's has openly admitted it. Uh, so uh, when you'll when probably... Sorry, on you go, sorry on you I was just going to say, um, you know, they might get a wee slap and rest a fine or three points or something like that, but I don't think anything major will happen to them. No, I'm going to them back next week. <laughs> See, this is, it's a bit off on Thursday as well, because Ian McCall's at this thing at, uh, at Beachwood. And I was training that night. So, so I don't need to make sure he's no all I was out. The clubhouse. We don't train there, though. Oh, you train at Oven? We are training Coenin. 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 Sports club. One time when we were playing Cove, I think it was like lashing down the rain, and there was one guy standing out in the rain just watching us. Aye. So remember they sent a guy down from the Highlands? <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like weird how somebody was standing there and the weather was rubbish. Like, and it's quite an area. It's just an area you wouldn't end up in without like planning to be there. Yeah. So maybe that's the we first game. I'm just going to plug this quickly just now. Um, I've. Um, I've done a blog preview in the fourth round um, action. The first tie that I mentioned is the, the Talbot United game because for me, it is a standout tie um, of the 16 there um, because it, it just got everything. It's got that Derby feel. Um, it's, you know, the best, um, statistically, the best junior side there's been um, up against their local rivals. I just think it's got who are doing well themselves. I just think it's I mean, it's a great game. And, well done the BBC for picking this up as one of their two picks. It's the, it's the demands of the cup though, isn't it? I mean, you've seen down south oh, what's happened with Newport beating Leicester. Uh, definitely. It's great to see that they've, they've actually done this eventually in Scotland. Like, and it's good that we are the first team to be involved. It's good for, like, and especially, like, no harm to BBC Alba, but it's actually good that it's on the... The, t- the TV where most people can understand now, do you know what I mean? Like when they're, w- when they're w- watching in Gaelic, it's, it's good that it's on the TV, but it's you, sometimes you don't know, well, when people are watching an air show, they don't really understand it. Yeah, I think I think that the thing as well with it being on there is for folk that don't maybe know the game as well, for them to get an understanding, it'd be easier obviously it's in. That almost like... But when you're on the TV, that almost that ups the ante even more for us. Like we we want to make a good account of ourselves because of that. It's always you always want to make a good account of yourself, but especially when you're you're on the TV, like representing your like we're representing the juniors and Auchin Lake, and we just want to make a good account, and you you don't want to go out there and get embarrassed and. Do you know what I mean? You know, like I, heard I heard about the Beath game. game. I've, I've, I've not looked I've at any of the highlights of that, but I heard that it was, like, it was like, they were strong against them. And, and, and Beath are a decent junior side. Like I feel like we're a more, like we're a more pressure team than them. So I'm just hoping we can unset with them that way. I think the thing is well, and all the players have played big games like obviously Junior Cup Finals won league titles won numerous trophies I mean the Hearts game definitely but I would say these games are different they are like it's you're playing against a professional team like even if you're winning every week like they they should dominate the ball like yeah and it's we've got to respect that level I don't really care what anybody says it's, it is junior against professional but you will if you stick tight and work hard and and keep keep it like a clean sheet then you're, you've always got a chance but if you're going to concede early then you and have to open right up well, I'm not saying we're going to park the bus or that which I can't see Tucker doing but, uh, but if you're chasing the game you're risking like a 
like a heavy defeat, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I suppose the difference as well in terms of their training of full-time as well. Aye, full-time is, it gives you an extra 10, 15 percent, like, yeah. and that, like, and they're, they're, uh, they've been setting that league alight this year, and like, as you mentioned earlier, they've, they've had five games without a win, and lost to the bottom team, and their star striker's not playing, so... Maybe these maybe things these can, things can uh, uh, work in our favour, and, and or or maybe they'll maybe just they'll just <laughs> hit their form at the right time. But we are just hoping we catch them a wee bit, like off the top form, and we play to a highest level. Yeah, that's all you can ask for. To be honest, it's and then feel your way into it. Like even when we played against Cove, it was a kind of like unknown. Area you didn't really know what to expect, and I think the first game we actually got caught off guard a wee bit. We caught in our heels a bit. We didn't really know what kind of way they were going to come out at us, and it was. And then we probably got stronger as the game got on because we we actually realised we can compete with them. So I'd, in a way, I hope we don't start that way. But and it's, uh, but it was like a kind of unknown quantity that la- that game at Cove, I felt. And then the second game, we we knew what we, uh, we knew what we were facing, and we we done better against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of our games, any better cup shocks at the weekend? Either is. I think there's a possibility Allah could go to St Mirren and cause an upset. Um, Allah been in terrific form recently um, six six games with defeat all of them coming back for, coming from behind although they were a wee bit fortuitous at the, the weekend against Morton because um, of the, I don't know if you saw the winning goal on the BBC website yeah. but it is absolutely hilarious um, Morton player kicks it off uh, Alla player's legs, it hits the post and Kerr Waddles <laughs> slides in and kicks it so it's utterly bizarre but Jim Goodwin is doing a terrific job and obviously he's gone back to his former club but um, there's going to be no rooms for sentiment um, St Mirren didn't play, didn't play well before the break, they've lost Adam Hamill um, Cammy Smith went back to Dundee United um, I don't think they've signed anyone as yet so I think there's a possibility that could be um, a potential Aye, it could be they'll be, be. I wouldn't be surprised if it did, I know the difficulty is it's at St Mirren's ground um, so that's the thing that the draw has been a wee bit disappointing is that there's not too many um, lower league clubs um, hosting the um, the top four eight sides yeah, which makes yeah. it more difficult um, for the I've killed and beaten Friday, Friday. That's about yeah it. I think that's the main one but you would expect no, to take care of that mm-hmm. yeah I think, I think some people are hoping we become the shock do you know what I mean yeah. it's, uh, everybody's asking me what price we are and like, like everybody, everybody knows, knows. Like, I, I just feel I just like feel if there is anybody that can, that can give, a, give a, a team a shock in the higher leagues, league, it's, it's us, out of all the junior teams. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, we are, we think we're going to win all that. It can go either way, this game, but it's, but if things go well for us, then we've got a chance, do you know what I mean? In front of a park held as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, the crowds will make a difference. That gives you an energy as well. It gives you an adrenaline which like can help to your fitness. That like it it can help close the fitness gap, if you like. We are probably the fittest junior team in the league. So I hope that that holds up against them. But there'll probably be a spell where we'll if we work so hard that we'll be out on our feet towards the end and you've just got you're, you're hoping we've got a lead to defend by that time. Yeah. Rather, than, rather than have to press for an equaliser or something. Yeah. Like when you're tired. See on a, a side note, something else I noticed in the news this week with Scottish football, the pitch at Rugby Park. Obviously you've played on it, they're talking about changing the surface. How do you find that type of surface? you like playing on it, not like playing on it? That part of Rugby Park's horrendous. When I played on that uh, last year, it was it's hard to play on. It's it's not enjoyable. Like when I played on that the first time in 2009, it was it was a dream to play on. It was brilliant. 
I looked at the full park and there was like one divot in the full park. But see when you were playing on it in uh, in the final there, it's just not enjoyable. It's got unpredictable bounces. It's it's just a shame for a, like, a, a professional club or a shame for the final to be on like an astroturf. You can get some top quality ones, but that's not even that. I think if you're like a Premier League Cup club, you should have the best uh, artificial part if you're going to have one. But some of them have really fell away, I think. And that's one. So I'm quite happy they're going to rip that up. The sooner the better, I reckon. Yeah. But I know it's all about cost and like uh, and because the weather and everything. But even see the one we train on and Cohen in it is brilliant. So it's not because I'm against it. Like artificial park. It's it's just not a good one. Aye, because there's obviously recent talk as well, Cowan are gonna start playing there potentially. Depending on what happens with their Abbey Park. I think they're going to play at the sports club, are they? Sport, I think so. Yeah, the talk. That's the talk. Is. Uh, we're we're training at that one at the Cowan uh, Academy. Oh, definitely. The college. It's it's brilliant. It's like it must just be one of the newest ones, but it's got a spongy bit about it, and it's it doesn't stick on it. It's it's good. It's very good. Is that kind of hybrid surface? Uh, it's. It's like the FIFA arena, this place. Like it's, it's different class. But I would, it's it's a great place to train. It's well lit and it's when there's a bit of water on it, it slides through it well and it's not too hard if you land on it. It's just good. It's just got a good balance about it. Like, whereas the one at Rugby Park, is, you don't know what kind of bounce you're getting. You'd, I think I went to watch the final the year before when I just arrived back. And Auchinleck were playing on Afton. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember somebody played a ball in the channel, and with a bit of spin on it, and it landed right in the corner, and it bounced up and stayed in. Like it was the strangest bounce you'll ever see. And you just don't get that on a grass part. Yeah. Does that type of surface make matters or change tactics? A bit. A bit. It can make them change personnel. Like some uh, players, especially the like the older boys, have sometimes get like issues with playing on these surfaces, like niggly knees or ankles or something. And it probably suits a like a, a footballer better, if you know what I mean. Like somebody who likes to pass the ball rather than like a digger, rather than a, a grafter. Yeah. You're better with the ballers on the Astro. And the diggers in the mud. <laughs> aye, aye. Proper football. But Auchinleck's parts, well, our part's really good now. When I was first there, it was terrible. But it's it's came on a ton and it's by far the best in the juniors now. Oh yeah, it still looks superb just now. I mean, in January. Yeah, it's different class. Like, but the first time I was there, I remember Irvin Meadows. They're my local club. Their part was a bowling green, and Auchinleck was horrendous. It was just a mud swamp. But I think that money they got from the Tynecastle game, they put towards the drainage in that, and fair play to them because it. We played on the Meadows part like two weeks ago, and it's. It's well better than that now, so it just shows you how it's come on in the last 10 years. Just shows our financial injection and um, getting a good cup docking to, so... Aye, definitely. Do you think you'll be getting a a big bonus um, from the money that they'll make um, from this weekend's tie, especially if you score the winning goal? Hopefully 10 or 20 grand. (laughs) (laughs) You'll you'll never need to buy a drink in Auckland like again. Again. Uh, That's about it. That's my bonus, I think. A few doubles. (laughs) A few doubles, aye. (laughs) And a few free tickets for the next round. (laughs) (laughs) Aye. But fair play to the club because they've they've been drawn away three times and they've they've put us up. Like we're away staying there in hotels and and that doesn't come free. 
it's easy to be like, unappreciative of that stuff and kind of like just taken for granted but the club's got to fund that and they don't know at the end of the day we're going to win the ties and get a big draw in the end so it's alright saying aye but now they've got the money that covers that but they, they never knew that when they played that the first time there was other clubs like just travelling down on the day but they've done things right so they deserve what they get after anyway aren't you Aye, it's, Aye it's, it's a good bunch, a good the bunch. committee, I like, I like the committee, I usually go in and sit and have a coffee with them and all that, before the games, I was thinking on Saturday I'll need to stick to my routine and do that. <laughs> oh I definitely. What time will you have to get there then? I'm the biggest fan of that though, I think he thinks I'm farting about him there. Who's that? He looks as if, what are you doing in here? <laughs> Will you arrive earlier on Saturday for the game? Uh, we'll Obviously you will arrive earlier because it's early kick-off, but I mean... I don't think so. If if anything, maybe 15 minutes, but nothing over the top. If you, if you end up like, throwing yourself out your routine, like you've, yeah, you've, you've, got, you've got to stick to things. It's like we arrive in tracksuits always, so it's like him saying to us, right, get the suit on this week, we're in the Scottish. Do you know what I mean? He, he won't do that, though. He likes keeping your habits, if you know what I mean. Aye. No Spice Boy suits in. <laughs> oh, maybe the maybe the marketeer. <laughs> no, but he's he's one for like sticking to your routines, and he always says no fucking about with women. He's a good guy. That's the usual advice every Thursday. <laughs> every Thursday, no more. Uh, no last last Friday night. You could predict what he's going to say. <laughs> right, look after yourselves. Ain't fucking up with you. You hear that bark, you know. Oh dear, brilliant. Bye. <laughs> but it's been good having you on, anyway, Sean. Ah, oh, pleasure. Yeah. Any time. I enjoyed that. You enjoy it. You enjoy it. Don't know if you knew what to expect. I could have, I'd, oh, I should have said as well at the start. The, this was a secret meeting made at uh, Glasgow Airport on the way to Paris. I'd thought about asking you anyway, because I thought you might be able to You come up there and I was like, who's this? Was he stalking you, Sean? Shave into the plastic bag. I know, I. That's exactly what it was. We've <laughs> <laughs> been stopped by um, Auckland Light Tablets number one fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even going to Paris as well. <laughs> 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 it was, that, that's it. That's what we do. That's the lens we go to for the podcast to get guests on. Investment into it. <laughs> so, I bet no. If you don't, if you want to come back on as well at any point, you're welcome. You can come on. That's say we can talk about when you score that winner. If I score the winner, I'll come back on. If I don't, I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say fair than that. Um, I think we've run out of a bit of time. To be perfectly honest, but um, no, it's just a bit covering the the Scottish Cup. It's all about the cup this week. Um, and. I'll be honest, it's been a pretty tedious couple of weeks with there not being any um, Premiership action. Um, but glad to see it all back. And um, from our point of view, make sure there's no repeat in 1995. Although, with us being at home, I think we should see Stenis Smear off this time. Aye. And then Rangers should see you off. Killing Beef Valley is in Friday. Yeah. Donald Finlay Derby. Hopefully Defoe and that get a run out. It'll be nice to see that. Is that your dream for the next round, Rangers at Ibrox? Oh, I definitely. It would have been good. Imagine that, like the, like Defoe and Davis making their debuts. Just, like you can't. I don't know. They things don't come along much in your career, so. But although he is a big club, but I've grew up supporting Rangers, and it's it's something like that you dream of, like playing like Ibrox or something. Most of the team would be the same, wouldn't they? So, sorry. Most of the team would be the same, wouldn't they? Oh, definitely. Like some of them are like Celtic fans and Kelly fans and that, but uh, I'm sure they would love like, to play Rangers or Celtic. Like, 
Definitely. Yeah. Definitely on the bus on the way in bus the way back in the bus from Fraserborough. That's folk well like yeah, it was Rangers or Celtic everyone wanted. Uh, wanted. Always you're wanting that you either want a winnable tie or you want a big tie. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Home tie's always good. Aye, that's a good one. Yeah. It's, if you don't get a Rangers or Celtic, you want one where you can compete. Yeah. And if you're at home, you've got a bit of chance. Yeah, it would have been a bit of a damp squid for you if you got Inverness away. Um, especially after the travel that you were doing, because um, Inverness, no disrespect them, don't get the biggest crowds either. But at least this one, um, you get a, a bumper home crowd, um, it's on TV, it's your local rivals. It's just getting great. It's a terrific time. Um, I hope it goes well for you, Sean. And Aye, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's been good to hear a different perspective as well, in terms of a footballer's point of view. Mm-hmm. Aye, for John. <laughs> Leave up to the audience to decide which one you're talking about. <laughs> Straight, you're fitting you're fit in already anyway with a band or anyway. Cheers, Sean. All the best for Saturday. Okay, thanks very much. Very much. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. I'll Cheers. see you later on. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.